Well, some of you will be thrilled to know that the builders are most definitely back. Uh, other than that, it's actually been quite a quiet week. Uh, oh, white, white van coming down the road. Not that we ever see any white vans ever coming down this road. Um, welcome to episode 88, I believe, of... Uh, I was nearly going to say, oh, another van coming around. Oh, it's all good. Could be a very exciting podcast. Episode 88 of Mr. Boat Pods. Oh, it's just vans here, there and everywhere. It's just van mad out there at the moment. At least they're all driving at a reasonable speed. Um, yeah, it has been quite a quiet week. Uh, I know there was a little bit of tension, a little bit of a cliffhanger I left everybody on last week, uh, which I'll come back to later. Um, this morning I did yoga, which is fine. They've got a new camera uh which helpfully doesn't quite focus on the floor that the teacher's on uh it was worse last week she managed to fiddle around with it but she actually apologized about it today so i think it's fixed as in uh not movable so that was a bit strange uh, other than that um i had quite a, well i'm saying I, i'm saying i had quite a good session i didn't i never have a good yoga session from the very first yoga lesson i had which i went along to uh, which was by my very, very first teacher, obviously. Uh, and it was meant for people who've never done any yoga in their lives ever, ever, ever. And of course, everybody had, except me, had done something. Uh, and I hated it so much. I absolutely hated it, every minute of it. I thought yoga was just sitting and meditating. Oh, blue car. Yeah, I know who that is. Um, I remember getting on the bus afterwards, climbing up to the top deck and, and just vowing it wasn't going to get the better of me and I was going to go back for the next week. And actually that was, that's so my father actually, uh, that was, I don't know how long ago that was, it could have been about 10 years ago actually. I've been doing yoga for quite a long time and <laughs> uh, my body's still as stiff and unflexible as it ever was. What I really need to do is Alexander Technique. That would solve a lot of problems, but that's another topic of conversation for another time. So, uh, yes, that was all yoga and managed to do that with the microphone off, which was very good. Annoyingly, at one point, and even more annoyingly, I've just realised I never did anything about it. I noticed as I was standing on one foot uh, across the road, there's a notice attached to a lamppost, but it was the, um, it's got its back to uh, the flat. So um, the only reason I'm mentioning this is because there is a big up in arms uh, set of notices around the place because CPZ, I keep wanting to say CPR, which is something completely different. Uh, CPZ, control parking zone, is meant to be coming uh, in around the area, but not as far out as the little bit we live in. Uh, so I was wondering whether that notice is something to do with that. And of course, then I got really irritated because I couldn't, I realised there was a notice there that I didn't know what it said. And then I couldn't focus on standing on one leg. And I, even though I went out for a run, I still forgot to go and look at it. So I might go out after I finish this. So I don't know what that's all about. It's very exciting there. I always like a notice. I always like a local notice on a on a lamppost. Um, you never know what excitement they might, might bring. Usually they're extensions. Uh, yeah, talking of extensions, uh, I don't know whether some of you saw my Instagram. It was quite a dark photograph. It was a picture of the moon. But the uh, two extensions were 
quite clear on the left-hand side of the photograph. But there's one person that listens to this who's just so desperate to see a photograph of it. It's just weird. Um, so, yeah, and then I went for a run. And, of course, you know, thanks to Darren's influence, I'm just looking at the last tomato, actually, I think of my tomato plant, which is about two-thirds dead. Uh, thanks to Darren's influence, I thought, well, I, of course, again, again, I lie in bed thinking about it and not sleeping. Again, I lie in Shavasana when I'm meant to be relaxing at the end of yoga, thinking about it. Think, shall I do a different route? Uh, I thought I'd go back up to Ali Pali and um, we'd just do a different running route around Ali Pali. I did actually. I did do a different route, which Darren has described on Strava as um, a coat hanger attached to a sitting rabbit's face. I don't know what that means. Um, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. And I'm not doing it again. It was, well, it wasn't all uphill, but it just felt like it was all uphill. I was completely knackered. Um, I think it was a quite a bit of slow downhill slopes and a lot of very short, intense uphill hills. Oh, you can hear the drill going. Um, it was just dreadful anyway, so I'm not doing that again. And the worst thing is, of course, Usually when I run around my usual place, I don't really see that many runners, or if I do, I'm just running around a fairly flat uh, rectangle recreation ground, as we all know, uh, and I'm not, you know, writhing in agony uh, as I was when I was trying to get these hills. And um, in fact, I kept thinking in my head, I'll do that route, it's flat. Uh, I'll do that bit on the way back, that's flat. And then as soon as I started that route, I realised it had two massive great inclines on it. And when you're running, well, when you, when I am running past other runners, of course, I have no, uh, I have no concern about what they think of me whatsoever. So I'm always, I always have that look on my face of, uh, I've been running for um, a couple of hours now, uh, probably been running for about 30 miles, uh, still going strong, you know, and I like that look. Oh, so that was somebody walking past and it wasn't. Must be a ghost. Um, oh, no, just someone walking back. Oh, dear. Looks a bit sad. Um, I, I like to have that look on my face uh, and not one of the writhing agony that's going on internally. Um, so that's that. And then uh, I did, uh, of course, another bit I went along I've forgotten about was muddy. So that was just awful. Um and it just had to be said, I know those of you who listen to Nothing to See Here know that the other podcast know that Darren has a thing about me mincing. I have to say there is no other word to describe the way I got through the mud as a mincing run. Uh, I'm just so glad nobody... Oh, no, actually, someone did see me. There was a flipping dog walker coming the other way. It was just, Well, I, I just... It was dreadful anyway. Then I think the low light of the whole thing was when I go past a sort of nursery playgroup thing and this little, I mean, he must have been about two, could have been younger, uh, came out with his grandmother and his grandfather was in front of him. I presume it was grandmother and grandfather. He went running off to meet his grandfather and wasn't running. Uh, well, basically, I was only running a little bit faster than he was. So that was really humiliating. However, uh, I got back and I did it in about 32 minutes, so it was fine. Uh, I think I mean all the ups and downs they all balance out, but really, I'm not doing that again. Um, and then this weird thing is Strava breaks it down into named segments, and uh, I think presumably people that run around here put it in local people. One segment's called the Alley Pally 
bend it or something. And another bit's called the plonker, uh, which obviously has got nothing to do with me, but it's a bit weird anyway. So yeah, no, so that was all that. It's quite exciting, really. It wasn't in the slightest. Um, so how's the week been? I hear you ask. Well, the piano is tuned. I know that was uh, uh, that was quite exciting. He did eventually turn up. Um, I don't think he's ever managed to come on time. Uh, in fact, I don't think he's ever managed to come on time on the on the actual day that is first arranged. Um, I don't know what goes on really, but <laughs> I just accept. I you know arrange it for a Tuesday at three o'clock, and I know he's going to end up coming. Oh, no. He's going to end up coming on a Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, but he's a very nice man and um, he tunes the piano beautifully. And he has done a very nice job, actually, I have to say. So, yes, he turned up. So that was all marvellous. And then uh, I had a very nice Zoom meeting, which was the other thing that did happen. Those are the two big things I wrote in my diary and then completely forgot about. Some of you may remember. It was a very nice Zoom meeting with a couple of up north friends. And um, that's a very long lead. Apparently those really long leads for dogs aren't good for them, but I can't remember why. I am a bit tired of seeing, uh, and apologies to anybody that's got one, um, Labradoodles. Is it Labradoodle? Oh, no, no, not Labradoodles. Uh, Spaniel. Cockapoos. There's so many cockapoos around here. Um, it's a bit boring now. Uh, talking of animals, uh, yeah, of course, the other thing's the cat, the potential, are we or are we not going to get a cat? Unsurprisingly, no decision has yet been made. Um, well, I've made a decision, obviously. Uh, I just don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see. Um, also, another annoying thing was that somebody went out this morning to post something, and I uh, set off on my run uh, shortly afterwards, and I don't run at the beginning of my run. I walk to, you meant to walk at the beginning of the end of your runs just to warm up and cool down. Of course, we met while I was walking, so somebody's now convinced that I don't do any running. Uh, and I was actually going to show the uh, Strava route, but I'm not allowing myself to that and think what they want. Um, yeah, so that was all that. And then I can't think of anything else exciting that's happened this week, actually. I saw my brother. My brother came to the show on... Oh, no, it did get a bit exciting, didn't it? We had a cancelled matinee because... A second cancelled matinee because of COVID. Um, but that all managed to sort itself out. I have to say, uh, I think everybody stretched their limits, really, at work. I mean, I'm... Not, I just go up and do my job and come back down again. But um, everybody's just covering everybody else, and everybody seems to be so multi-skilled now. Um, anyway, I don't know, but uh, it must be very tiring. That's all I can say. So yeah, so there was a matinee was cancelled, and then uh, and then my brother came with his daughter and daughter's friend. Uh, and they loved it, which was it's nice. It's always a bit worrying when you recommend things to people and they come along and then you don't know if they're going to enjoy it or not. But um, no, they all loved it. <clears throat> and my niece was quite keen to come again, actually, because my sister-in-law didn't want to come and see it, which is possibly going to talk her into coming back. And my nephew couldn't come. So I think there might be a second family visit. So that was all very nice. Uh, I have to say that uh, much as I love the theatre dog, um, the reaction, because my brother had a bike, a push bike, and I brought it into the side of the theatre alley for him, uh, as the theatre dog was coming out, I've never had the reaction that that theatre dog gave to my brother, jumping up all over him, as if he'd known him all his life. It was a long-lost relative that he hadn't seen for six months, 
Uh, and of course, the two of them had never seen each other before. So that was a bit annoying. I have to say, actually, talking of annoying, um, I was on uh, cans, I was on the headphones doing the show yesterday, and uh, a certain person's been off for a couple of weeks on holiday, and a certain other person came on, and this first person said how nice it was to hear this other person's voice again. They didn't say that to me when I came on. They didn't say how nice it was to hear my voice after being away for two weeks. So that was really annoying. The other annoying thing is, it was pointed out, actually. I did point that out. And uh, and then there was some comment about they didn't realise how needy I was. Uh, obviously, I'm needy. I wouldn't be working in the theatre if I wasn't needy. And then, um, what was the other thing? Oh, that's a person walking past. Lots of old people walking past today. Although she's striding along like a 20-year-old. Never seen her before. I mean, I really have never seen her before. Um, then uh, the other thing that does slightly annoy me is the fact that um, the audio, the, uh, the the curtain call goes on for about four hours uh, and just irritates me generally. Um, but they all clap. Uh, well, the audience clap the cast, obviously. Then the cast clap uh, the DSM, who's sitting in one of the boxes, and no one ever claps me. It has to be said. I'm out front, uh, albeit very high up and behind a glass pane. I I never get clapped at the end of the show. I'm just pointing that out. So, motorbike zooming past. So, another person. So, go. Everyone's wrapped up very warm today. Although, actually, I didn't think it was that cold when I went out. Uh, it amazes me how many people just walk across the road without looking behind them, see if there's any traffic coming. Especially if you've got, like, we've got an electric car, which are very quiet. Um... Anyway, so, um, yeah, so that's complaints of the day over. Um, what else happened? I don't think I've actually done very much else. Um, I've been reading quite a lot, which is good. Uh, oh, yes, oh, yes, I know what's been going on, of course. Darren uh, has been on holiday, uh, which you would think actually means going on holiday which you would th think actually means not getting in touch with anybody because you're on holiday. St I've still been getting emails. It's so annoying. Not only does he make rude comments about my Strava run, which I can sort of cope with because he's doing a stupid run around, whichever stupid island he's having his holiday on. Um, I'm still getting emails through. Uh, I can't... D uh, I'll put the advert up, but he's doing the Valentine vaccine virus thing, his, his company. Um I expected me to do something for it. It's on a Sunday at 6.30. I can't do Sunday at 6.30 because I work. You know, yet again, um, a lot of thought and research has been done into the timings, arrangements of timings of things, uh, so that I can't do them, obviously. Um, if you'd done it at 7 o'clock or 7.30, I would have been able, just about been able to get, get back and do it but anyway you can just lump it as far as I'm concerned and if I'm not on it obviously no one else will be going to watch it so uh, his theatre company will just lose out in the long run but I just it's so annoying getting emails from him it's like that sort of white noise you know when it stops like in theory the white noise should have stopped and there should have been this huge uh, sense of relief uh, when he went away on holiday but instead it's like those helicopters that don't quite fly away totally but just sort of go away to the horizon so you can just hear them and then you just think they're going to stop altogether and they start coming back again uh and do my mental health no good it has to be said it's like that with darren he goes on holiday but it's still he's still in my life 
so yes, I'll put the Valentine's, the damn cheap Valentine's vaccine thing up uh, on here uh, for anyway, because obviously it's a very good evening. I'm just saying I'm not part of it uh, because uh, I've been forgotten about. Uh, well, I haven't been forgotten about, but uh, my life has been forgotten about. Um, so the other thing is I'm writing my play and I'm actually getting on quite well with it. I think I've written six scenes uh, so far. Uh, based around my parents' life. Uh, well, no, it's... Well, it is, but it's... Um, I don't know. It sort of isn't, isn't. Um, I, I'm, I'm putting some distancing techniques in, which actually I've just been talking to somebody about. Uh, I'm putting some distancing techniques in. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's all a bit complicated. I don't really want to talk about that. But um, I've been... Oh, another car. Uh, I've been uh, giving scenes to two of the, uh, I don't know whether I said this before, two of the main actors in the play, and they've been reading them, bless them. Uh, and they're very, they're very complimentary about it. So they've had uh, a second lot of scenes thrown at them. And actually that's good because it gives me um, a bit of incentive to keep writing because I know I can bring it in and ask them to read it. Um, and that, <clears throat> that gives me uh, sort of the compulsion to keep going. So, yeah, no, so I've been doing quite a lot of writing. I'm still amazingly calm after uh, reading that Oliver Burtman book I was banging on about 4,000 weeks. Amazingly calm. It's absolutely life-changing, that book. I'm hoping I'll stay like this uh, and I won't change and go back to my old self. Um, so that's all lovely. Instead of going from I haven't got time to do everything, I've gone to uh, everything will get done. And if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. Um, you get the important things done, that's all that matters really. Life's too short. Uh, which is why I want a cat. But there we go. Um, then television programmes. Uh, I have to say, absolutely loving, well I've just finished watching it actually. For those of you, I don't, I don't think there is anybody who listens to this who is into the Marvel Universe, but the TV, extended TV um, spin-offs have been so good. Uh, Loki and WandaVision, and we just finished watching The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, <clears throat> which had a bit of a problem at the beginning because it was written in a bit of an obscure way and I couldn't remember what the original uh, storylines from the films were because it's all so complicated. I have to say, finished it last night, absolutely brilliant. Um, incredibly in-your-face political, which I never actually thought, although Marvel is has always been political. Um, I never thought the whole sort of Disney franchise with Marvel would do that. Uh, really political, uh, very, very thought-provoking, and not sort of bleeding-heart liberal either. Um, very thoughtful and questioning and not providing answers, but getting you to think. Part of that comes in the casting and the way some of the characters have been rewritten. Um, but no, I was really, really impressed with it, actually. Really impressed with it. Um, I'm going to have to go back, though, and reread the storylines that it all comes out of because I can't remember. So that's all fun. Uh, Jane the Virgin is still playing through that. Uh, I'm not as engaged with Jane the Virgin as I'm with the Gilmore Girls, it has to be said, although they are quite similar territory. But uh, someone else is obsessed with it. And um, a bit lacking, oh, The Girl Before. Have to say, absolutely riveted by The Girl Before. The first, uh, it's on BBC, the first episode was a bit like a very well-written pot boiler. I know it's based on a best-selling thriller writer, but I noticed that it, he has co-written it with a woman, and uh, I think that's probably a very wise move. Um, 
because it's suddenly got well no it wasn't actually suddenly it's it's gone from that typical thing of uh women who have been under terrible traumas or stresses uh getting involved in whatever's going on um which is a bit of a trope uh, and a bit of an annoying trope to actually dealing so so that's what the premise is there are two women in it who have suffered traumas but what it's done is it's really looked at those traumas and it's really humanized the women and what they've been through and actually i found uh, myself learning stuff and it, about the two things they've been through i think it's really good and on top of that it's just a cracking good thriller with some i mean it is an absolute top-notch cast there's no question about it and i understand why they've got involved with it now because i think it's such a great script and beautifully directed um it's got a house as one of the main characters in in effect and i always like things set around buildings so uh, anyone who's read Barbara Vine or, Barbara, or Ruth Rendell writing as Barbara Vine, all her Barbara Vine books are set around houses, buildings, uh, which is why I love them so much. So that's all that. And then I've just finished reading My Name is Laura Barton by, uh, I don't know why I can never remember her name. Why can I never, ever remember her name? Uh, Elizabeth Strout. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, and so different to the last book I read by her, uh, Olive again. Uh, and I'm now reading another book, which I can't remember the title of. So that's all marvellous. My reading block's finished, and I'm now reading lots of books. I think I'm going to finish there because uh, I've gone over time. Uh, oh, we watched John Wick, by the way, if anyone wants a cracking good thriller. It's very violent, but a really good action thriller. Uh, John Wick, uh, highly recommended. Oh, there's been a steady amount of cars going past, but no one very interesting. Um, so my amaryllis is just about to burst into flower. Oh, another car. And um, yes, well, hopefully that's a sign of things to come. A bursting of, a potential bursting into of flowers. Uh, I'm going to hope that that's how life is from now on. Um, yep, that's all for now. Uh, I'll be back next week. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>